Amen. Today is known in the church as Passion Sunday, the point in our Lenten journey where we focus on the meaning of the cross, the death of Jesus for the world, that mystery at the centre of the Christian faith. Traditionally, next Sunday, palm crosses are given out to remind us of that one death for the sake of all humanity. But it's going to be difficult to bring palm crosses to you this year. So can I encourage you to make one yourself, from twigs or card or whatever material you can find. You could even use last year's palm cross, but perhaps you could make it new in some way as you reflect again on the love of Jesus for the world. We're continuing our exploration of Jesus and the Psalms. And today we focus on the two Psalms that Jesus turned to as he suffered and faced death on the cross. Psalm 22 begins with that heart-rending cry, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Words Jesus used not long before his death, as we hear in Mark's Gospel. So I'm reading from Mark chapter 15 and verses 33 to 39. At noon darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. And at three in the afternoon Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lemak sabachthani which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those were standing nearby heard this, they said, listen, he's calling Elijah. Someone ran, filled a sponge with wine vinegar, put it on a staff and offered it to Jesus to drink. Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to take him down, he said. With a loud cry, Jesus breathed his last. The curtain of the temple was torn in two, from top to bottom. And when the centurion who stood there in front of Jesus saw how he died, he said, surely this man was the Son of God. Today our readings take central place and I hope that they will, more than anything else, stay with you from this service for the week ahead. Powerful psalms and powerful stories from the Gospel. The psalms that we heard speak very humanly and very powerfully of anguish and peace. They help us to enter the isolation and agony of Jesus on the cross. But they lead us through that point to a moment where he can place his trust and peace in God. Psalm 22 opens with those words of utter despair. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? But even that opening is addressed to God. And more than that, addressed to my God. They are immensely personal and powerful words. 
God is being questioned. Nothing is being held back. But then as we read the psalm, with all its links with the Good Friday story, it moves you onward to a point of trust and confidence. You, Lord, it says, are not far off. O strength, come quickly to help me. You, Lord, are not far off. Hold on to those words today. And whatever distress you may be experiencing, or anxiety, or uncertainty, you, Lord, are not far off. God is not a distant God, but one caught up in the very heart of life. And then the psalm goes on and closes with the assurance that those who seek the Lord will ultimately offer praise and worship. We are moved from that lament to a point of renewed confidence and hope and trust. And that's taken up by Jesus' use of Psalm 31. This too is a psalm that has many elements, including deep lamentation. But the verse that Jesus uses is one of utter trust and confidence in God's care. Into your hands I commit my spirit. It was perhaps a nighttime prayer that he used every day. Into your hands I commit my spirit. In the midst of all that pain and cruelty, Jesus can place himself into God's loving care. Into the hands of Abba, Father, the one who holds his spirit, his very es essence, in a loving embrace. In all the anxiety and uncertainty of these days, with humanity and the planet itself under threat, it's a prayer to return to, not as an escape from reality, but as a connection to a reality that is greater and deeper than any other reality, the eternal one, the God who is love. Into your hands I commit my spirit. There's an amazing story that's come from northern Italy recently of a doctor who, in his own words, was a ferocious atheist but has in recent days come to recognise his need of God when all human resources are exhausted. A gentle elderly pastor who was suffering greatly from respiratory problems came under his care. And as he cared for the pastor, so the pastor cared for him and the other exhausted doctors. We realised, the doctor wrote, that we had reached our limits and at that point we needed God. We began to ask ourselves questions and talking among ourselves, we cannot believe that from ferocious atheists we have become believers to find our peace. Asking the Lord to help us resist so that we can take care 
of the sick. The pastor died earlier in the week and the doctor grieves, remembering the old shepherd who managed during his stay to bring us a peace that we no longer expected to find. To bring us a peace that we could no longer expect to find. May that peace be ours this day. So place yourselves into God's hands. Allow that to bring you strength and peace and courage to reflect that loving care to all around you. In Jesus' name. Amen.